0: Rifling through those long boxes It's gotta be here, it's gotta be here, it's gotta be here Aha! Uh-huh, here it is! And bagging those books I'm out
1: of bags and boards again
0: Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics The Cosmic Force Podcast A Uteni Podcast Network production And now, here are your hosts Parker Kirk, Caleb Lamanek, oh, and right Jacob Bosch. Now go! Welcome, everyone, to the Cosmic Force, your weekly Star Wars comics podcast released on Wednesdays on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, not Google Podcasts for much longer. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini Podcast network of shows. With that, it's out of the way. Let's jump into it. Oz, Caleb, how are you all doing? Uh, it's fantastic, actually. Got some good news, so we might be moving
1: soon. Again, just a larger house. Nope. Not like, you know, to Colorado or, or Washington or anything not Charlotte. like that. Not Charlotte. Not like, okay. I'm not... Like I'm invested in Uteni, but I'm not like going to get that financially invested in Uteni. You know, That's fair not yet, not, not yet. Yeah, I'm Charlotte. I was to say of that. the of the three of us, I'm the closest one to Charlotte anyway. So you know, y'all yeah. two need to move closer first. Uh,
0: I right. mean, yeah, well, by extension, I kind of live closer than you, but you know, it's fine. Ex- well, you know, your better half does. That's correct.
2: Yeah, um, I'm also doing well. I did not get a new house. I'm not moving. Um, I'm. Getting insulation put in my attic. That's really mm. exciting.
1: Um, Ooh, blown-in insulation.
2: Yeah, uh, going for the bronze package because uh, the gold and silver are a little pricey.
0: Fair, fair. Uh, well, I would not know, but,
2: you know. Yeah, well, welcome <laughs> to adulthood where uh, apparently you're 12 inches short on your insulation, and after three years of them recommending, you decide, okay,
0: I guess it's time to do it. All right. Well, if that's all, good to know. This episode, we will be talking about Star Wars issues 42 and 43. 43 came out the week we're recording this, but you know, it's a nice little two issue arc, so it's nice for us to wrap them up both in the same time. Um, I should say before we really hop into it, uh, Oz and I have been on a brand new podcasting adventure as of uh, a week from well, a week before you heard this. Uh, we are back on Bounty Hunt, Bounty Hunt, the Utini podcast network show that talks about all of Star Wars television not counting like Young Jedi Adventures as much as we love it. They drop like eight episodes at a time. That's not really sustainable. But hey, we talk about all these Star Wars TV shows, including right now, The Bad Batch Season 3. So if you want to check that out, uh, it's me, Oz, JG, and a rotating cast of guests week to week. Uh, And it usually is going to come out Thursday morning, one day after the show. So quick little plug there. Um, But we, uh, you know, beyond that, uh, it's
2: also it's comics adjacent because there was a, oh, yeah. a Hyperspace
0: Stories issue with the Bad Batch. So, that is true and we counts. did discuss um the uh Darth Vader comic run sort of yes. in our last uh, in our
2: last episode it, of yeah, that. Yeah, it briefly came out. We also might have mentioned um uh Star Wars Hunters, Servants of the Empire came up surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Surprise surprise. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's always a way. Oz will find a way. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> And there's not a spoiler most contrived way to do it. Yeah. The honest <laughs> does not pop up in the bad batch, at least in the first three episodes. If he shows up by the time this airs, then I will be. <laughs> I, about yeah, it I be dead. Episode. So, uh, yeah, but no, it, it was fun. And maybe we'll do young Jedi
0: adventures in the future. Let us know if that's something you'd want. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, uh, outside of that, what what have you all been reading? Caleb, we'll start with you. Um,
1: and I decided to get some more, uh, comic reading here so i picked up uh superman red and blue That's and if nice. for those that like i i heard a lot of good things about it and read it it's kind of like you know the 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 black white and red so that they really only it's a bunch of like compilations of superman stories but you know they can only use black you know inks and then also red and blue and the uh color palettes in there there's some really good superman stories in there like if you ever want to like like, there's like one that, you know, I legitimately like teared up reading. It's like, oh, wow, this is actually like really like emotionally poignant and really good. So, uh, it's like, uh, it's kind of like a miniseries. There's like six issues. Each one has like six little stories in it. So that's a, that was something that was, uh, really, really good was, uh, Superman Red and Blue. And that's, or, uh, might be Tim, blue and red. Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb, is that? Uh, they, there's a bunch of different, uh, writers for it, so... That is the, the creators
2: who did the, the Marvel comics yeah, yeah. reference, but I don't think they were involved, uh, especially because, one second, my baby monitor's going crazy, mm-hmm. um, not because of my
0: child, just because it's, like, not connecting.
2: Anyway, uh, Tim Sale, I think, is no longer with us, uh... Um, oh, R.I.P., uh, yes,
0: yeah, that's, I'm seeing that, 2022, it's R.I.P., um, Tim Sale.
2: But... I have not read that. It sounds kind of like like Vader, black, white,
1: and red, um, but you know, heartwarming instead of you know, just pure <laughs> yeah, badass,
2: not, and or terrifying for the Peach Monaco, uh theory.
0: Yeah. Well, if you don't want heartwarming, uh, another uh, recommendation is Spider Man Blue uh, on that vein. So yeah, uh, hella sad. Anyways, um, that's cool. I curr- I just finished. I think this past week, Escape from Ballo, which I really enjoyed uh also i talked about it a little bit off air i think it's probably maybe my favorite middle grade high republic novel um that could be recency bias but i really enjoyed it i think like all of the little cast of characters tep-tep driggett uh gabby kildo uh and Zile, all were awesome and obviously uh rams there as well uh no uh all jokes aside i think the evolution of rams character from where he was in phase one was pretty sick but uh yeah, now I'm finally back to uh, Black Spire, which I started like a month ago. But I- I'm making progress. So
2: Nice. And yeah, for uh, people reading The High Republic Adventures, Escape from Val is a great read because uh, mm-hmm. it leads kind of right into issue three, which came out last week. Um, it- it's not required reading, at least not yet. But yeah. Niv Drindra- Drindo um, yeah. is one of the Nile villains who plays a prominent role in Escape from Val. It's a fun read. That was some sicko stuff naming all those characters off the dome.
0: Uh, yeah. When I was making a TikTok about it, I had to check Kildo's name about five times. Uh, <laughs> but you know, all the other ones, like I got unlocked for the most part.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: uh, but yeah, it was Niv Drindo Apruk. I think it's his full name. Yeah,
2: Niv Drindo is his, is first,
0: his name. first name. Name, but and it's two Apruk. words. It's his last name.
2: They make a lot of jokes about that.
0: Do I remember the random, like, Nile governor uh on Valo? I do not. Uh I don't remember. He did not leave that much of an impression, but that's kind of, I think, maybe the point. So, yeah. It's just um, the bad guy, digital. Pretty much. Yeah, it's one of those. But what about you, Oz? Have you been... Comics-wise, uh, Ultimate
2: Spider-Man number 2 came out yesterday. and of Cakes course, butt, don't it? Yeah, dude, it's so good. Um, and, I, I mean, I love Jonathan Hickman. The is really cool. I like this take on Peter, but Marco Cicchetto is taking the cake. He is such a freaking good artist. And I want him to stay on Spider-Man for a while, but I would love him to come back to Star Wars when he's
1: ready. Like, um, I, do li- I, I did read these first two issues are you following anything else in this ultimate world or is that that uh, just it i am but i think the only thing that's
2: come out is the first issue of black panther and it's not really tied in at all um and then there was there was a mini series and a one shot before both of them but you don't really need to know what happened. i didn't read it they, 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 they said they what it was the in the opening scroll thing. exactly they cover the important thing in the sort of like previously on um it's it's great i uh, Peach Momoko's Ultimate X Men comes out in a couple weeks. That's gonna be wild. Then, um,
0: yeah, I yeah, yeah, I already wait. know it's gonna be insane. So,
2: <laughs> and then uh, Ultimates comes out, I think maybe in April or May. They just released a cover for it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so not a lot of comics other than that. And then I, I finally started again reading Dune, um, mm-hmm. which I've, I've started a couple times before and just like gotten distracted. And I had hoped to finish it before the second movie. Which comes out in six days, so I don't think that's going to happen. Because uh, man, it's dense, and th- yeah. there are a lot of of made up words thrown at you right out of the gate, and they
0: they mm-hmm. do not even try to explain them.
2: No. Now, luckily, I have seen part one of the film, so like I can kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I first started, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" But it's it's really cool, and I like the setting. Uh, I, obviously, I mean, it's a classic for a reason.
0: Yeah, I I had a similar experience of trying to read it before the first movie came out. And obviously that was like three years ago and I never kind of made it. Um, But I I did enjoy what I made it through. I did also kind of a similar experience of uh, reading the weirdly the prologue or like the forward to the Lord of the Rings trilogy is like just like here's the lore of the world. And it makes no sense to just start reading that. But having watched Rings of Power, I am like, oh. I recognize some of those words. Might oh, have some visual reference for what they mean, yeah. at least according to Amazon. So, you know, that that helps. <laughs> I still so, have never read Lord of the Rings. I I finished uh, Fellowship last year and then haven't got around to restarting on Two Towers. So. Man, I've read the books like even before the
1: movies came out when I was like mm. a, like a 12-year-old. But yeah, wow. no Dune is good. Duke, you like, were 12 Dune
0: from- before The Fellowship of the Ring came out.
1: I'm no way, dude. Put on blast. I was <laughs> okay. Yeah, <that's> I was <laughs> eleven think, or twelve. But... Yeah, like I remember because it's like you know it's a PG thirteen movie, but my dad was like, you know, I think you're old enough for this. We, we we can take you to the theaters for this one.
2: Yeah, I was in seventh grade, and a friend I had no, I didn't know what Lord of the Rings were. I'd seen the trailer. I was like, what is this? A friend had his birthday party to go see him, mm-hmm. so it was like a dozen or so thirteen year old boys sitting in the first two rows of a theater. Just an awful movie experience for anyone that wasn't us. <laughs> We were, like, asking the birthday boy what was going on because we were talking, but he had read the books. It was like, I don't think he had a great birthday party because he wanted <laughs> to watch the movie. Well, Fellowship
0: came
1: out in 2001. I was five. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, yeah I was uh, nine, maybe. Wait, 2013, depending on when in the year. I think it was yeah, right I might have been nine. Maybe. Yeah. Nine or ten. Yeah. Uh, it it
0: came out His in December. His birthday was a
2: week after mine. Oh, so he made, I guess, he had a late birthday party because this kid had a birthday five
0: days after mine. I still remember that. There you go. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Stuff so yeah. Comics. So we also have some news to cover really oh, quickly. Yes. Yes. Uh, there, was a, there was some solicits that came out. Most of it is kind of your typical hey, it's here's right. the next issue of the run. Um, there was um, one surprise, though, which was the Phantom Menace 25th Anniversary one shot. Uh, written by Greg Pak with art from Will Sliney. It seems to be probably like a um anthology of probably short, shorter stories. The description says explore the earliest days and secret inner life of Anakin Skywalker with never before seen revelatory stories set before after in between the scenes of the classic movie featuring the dream of a Jedi, the gift of a Tuscan reader, the heart of a Gungan, the ache of a mother and the horror of a hero. So that'll be out I think sometime June or July. Um, Yeah, that's some that's some real from a certain point of view, uh,
1: uh, you know, stuff that you're smoking. There are. Yeah. Now,
2: uh, what's interesting is this is kind of the same approach that uh, Queen's Peril, I think, took. Yeah. Where it was like all just set between the scenes of the Phantom Menace. Uh, and Greg Bach, with all his writing of the Handmaidens, has tied into the E.K. Johnson tw- Queen's trilogy some. So I wonder if this will link up with any of those scenes. It's possible. I know, I know they were mostly about Padme and not Anakin. Uh, right. This is really interesting. Uh, One discussion we had today about it. If you are a, a trade paperback person, I would go out and buy this single issue.
0: Yeah, Odds are it's not going to be anywhere. I It doesn't make sense. probably not going to land in a... Unless we get... Yeah, Unless there's more Phantom Menace specific stuff, which is possible. The fact that it's
2: called like Phantom Menace 25th Anniversary Special and not like Phantom Menace Anakin, Phantom Menace Obi Wan. Which is what they did for
1: Return of the Jedi.
2: Yeah.
1: Like the closest thing is the uh,
0: Windu series that's coming out. Like maybe. No, I don't think so. I I think that's quite it. I would say the Django Fett. Many see- oh, I mean, Mace obviously makes more sense like thematically, but Mace timeline wise seems to be much more before Django is. I think, yeah, exactly. So like, it's you're right. It's in like a really weird spot
1: where if you like to cover, yeah, maybe just get this uh, issue here and hold on to it and put it on a
0: board. It'll yeah, be a nice. Forty pager. So
2: I did joke that they could do an omnibus that has this special plus the Django and the Mace Windu and uh Cullen Bunn's Darth Maul series from a few years back maybe just like,
1: right before the phantom menace and i was about to say and maybe the 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 was it the crate uh, story just because you know, steel <laughs> yeah the, everything else has just been abandoned you storms know storms of crate is allegedly going in deep it's volume to volume two uh that's why star wars, wars why I remember we were talking 15. about that but until we see it let's like that's uh, what um, need need an abandoned where
0: uh, that's what they
2: did Omni. with the legends one right it was there was like the the rising menace or the menace
0: yeah review. yeah no that's what I think I was gonna make the same joke of like eventually like ten years down the road we're gonna start getting like era themed omnibus for uh the modern Cannon. Marvel comics and it's just gonna be like this like smattering of random issues that they're yeah, going to charge you for and it's going to be hundred fifty dollars
2: and it, it works yep. well for legends because they can lay it all out ahead of time right um, but with canon it's like you know there's going to be another series to come eventually that's going to break this
0: mm-hmm. anyway. also there's just so many random mini series it from dark horse that they're like all right whatever yeah um, no kidding. i'm getting like we'll fit it in some way so but yeah that's great on this phil noto banging as always. I think Sliny is also doing a variant himself that is uh, like a Queen Amidala design. Oh, oh yeah, you're
2: sick. right. Uh, Chris
0: Sprouse. Uh, okay. Classic. Uh, not th- He's not doing 40th anniversary covers for once. Um, um
2: There are going to be a series of Phantom Menace variants in other comics, so he might be doing Yeah, yeah
0: probably. I saw like Star Wars Splash page like m- made their giant like tweet thread of all of the like uh, solicitation news at the very end. Yeah, they said like 40th anniversary, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sorry, we met 25th. I'm like, it's just muscle memory at this point for right. comic collectors of the years of 40th variants. Exactly. Yeah. But, anyways, that's probably enough news for now. We have two issues to talk about uh, issues 42 and 43 of Star Wars, which are kind of a continuation themselves of 34 and 35. So, Caleb, what happened in these two issues? All right, we
1: start with Luke uh, tracking down his friend uh, Greta, a woman who, uh, whose uh, family has ties to Kuiper crystals and their healing. Convincing her and her aunt Fre- Fez to assist him, Luke dives deep, a uh, calf Inception-style, into the red Kuiper crystal to attempt to heal it and learn more about the Sith. Inside, Luke confronts th- this Sith in their castle, but is quickly overpowered and sent to the dungeon. There, the Sith confirms that they are fueled by pain and hurt, and that is what gives them strength. But Luke begins to break out of prison, helping the spirit of the Sith's past and hope, find hope and comfort. A lightsaber battle ensues where Luke uses his green saber to defend himself, but then resumes his fight against this vision of Vader in Cloud City. But he realizes that Vader was once someone before all the pain and before all the hurt and through that he heals the crystal and now has an idea of how to confront vader in the real world yeah it was really good like the last the kind of two issues before that we talked about like issues like 34 and 35 were were good i really like the ideas they introduced here but like this was some really good like you know star wars character moments like it makes It makes perfect sense, like, that, you know, this is, like, where Luke learns, like, hey, maybe I should be more, like, forgiving of my father. Maybe I need to, like, you know, try to find a redemption angle. Like, I feel like this really set up and is going to make the next time I watch episode six, like, feel a lot more impactful because, like, Luke went on a literal spiritual journey to find out, hey, maybe the best way to defeat Sith and bring healing is to give forgiveness and, you know, bring hope and try to circumnavigate the pain
0: yeah i really like i enjoy we have the the visual of like the kind of blue ethereal spirit of anakin that Mm -hmm. kind of corresponds to the stuff charles Soule has done previously especially like in his vader run and uh i think he also did in the what the issue 25 kind of special Mm -hmm. for this star wars run well Uh, that's
2: followed or maybe that's preceded whichever
0: direction it goes in
2: by the page with the the lowercase red narration right. which was like
1: straight out of vader 2017 yeah and no 2022 oh, he, oh, oh yeah right. Greg Greg Pac does does as well. yeah pat um, does that so that's when i first pull it out it's like
0: oh he's also playing from the PAC run the 2020 yeah. run. that's really good yeah um but yeah that's i really, really like cool this thing. i really like the whole like spirit healing moment that caleb you were talking about especially yeah just in the context of Luke in return, of the Jedi being on like the indoor platform and saying like, you know, I see good in you, blah, blah, like, you know, I think, you know, you could be redeemed. There's, you know, my father's still in there somewhere. I think just seeing this scene of him kind of coming to this realization of this forest vision is so cool.
2: It also kind of felt like, um, shadows of the Sith where he has that, um, I don't remember where he's meditating. Is is he on, um, the, I just remember
0: from Tycho. I just remember like the thing like falls apart and there's lava everywhere and stuff. Yeah, I don't know my my memory a, of that. A book vision is bad. of Anakin.
2: Yeah, he has a vision of Anakin and he's switching back and forth between you know young and old Anakin and this this is kind of what I pictured in that. Um, right. I just I mean Luke studying Vader and trying to find the good is always going to be
0: a really cool thing to look at. So yeah, if you're into that, this is the arc for you i don't mean to be a basic bro but i feel like every time there's a luke issue like once a year it's like my my favorite part of this entire run like 20 34 35 mm-hmm. uh these two 42 43 have all been like the highlights of this run for me uh, i've still enjoyed the stuff in between um mm-hmm. and, you know maybe we're you know like there's an argument you could say that we're better for having like the space in between these uh these cool moments but yeah i think these have Overall, the Luke moments have been the highlight for me of this entire run.
1: Yeah. And I, to go off that, like, it definitely feels good because, you know, a lot of times, like, between episodes four and five, like, we can see, like, a character growth between them. Like, we know that Han will become, like, a commander of the, uh, in the rebellion and all like that. But, like, the difference from where Luke is at, at episode five and where he winds up at, starts at episode six, it's a pretty, like, they're on pretty opposite ends there. Like, you know, Luke was just, had the biggest like defeat of his uh you know of his life you know and now he's comes back as a Jedi Knight with a new saber and there's such a great like growth that we can see luke uh perform throughout these years and our year or however long it takes officially in canon so like seeing him get the green saber seeing him like learn like hey i need to um i need to like learn how to deal with Sith and how to defeat Sith, and goes on a journey for this. See him put on his like full black outfit as well, you know that we see when he raids uh, Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I think I'm with you, Jacob. That like it's it's just nice to get Luke content because he is, depending on your definite at least in the original trilogy, he's the main character, mm-hmm. and it feels like we're Luke is still kind of woefully underrepresented in canon storytelling. I know that he's, he's like, present
0: for right.
2: for all of the 2015 and all the 2020 run. Um, but there's a lot of it is like group stuff, them going mm-hmm. on big missions. Uh, but I like it just Leia like,
1: episodes.
2: Yeah. Um, I think like like I, the what, arc of this book that I really liked was the one that tied in with the High Republic, the no space one. Right. That, yeah. was, that was a really good Luke arc that then also featured Leia and Lando but this is this is good stuff
1: yeah for yeah sure. we definitely had the... like it's a kind of a fun like inception sort of thing going into the spirit and like time going differently there mm-hmm. um you know like i wonder if we'll ever like get like more information about who this sith was i can't hope like if so that it'll be like years and years down the line where like someone who's like interested in making another sith is like oh well here's this fun sith you know that created this crystal this one time i can
0: hold this out and make this an interesting story later this feels like a if we're ever getting like dawn of the jedi comic books this yeah this is someone where it's like well i guess charles made this character so i guess i'll just use that design yeah uh, exactly I
2: mean, james mangold are you reading this like <laughs> james it, please in your movie.
0: is there uh, is that taika movie still happening i don't know what even that's supposed to be <laughs> like hey like you know, um,
1: like do you need a, a
0: a relatively androgynous Sith Lord here? Hey, this Sith Lord was definitely femme presenting in the first uh the first time we saw them, and then like they just like took away the makeup, and it's like oh that's a dude. Yeah, yeah. But, which uh, he has a name somewhere, right? No, I don't think, I don't so, think so. So okay,
1: I don't think they've ever like dates, like 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 a good uh. You know, uh, lead that leading out there to like, I'll let someone else name this later. Yeah, exactly.
2: There, I mean, there's at this point now a, ha- a handful of Sith that have either just been mentioned by name or like we've seen them like this,
0: mm-hmm. like in
1: a spirit quest sort of
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is probably, if I had to guess, you would end up pre rule of two.
0: Cause I mean, I would definitely old school. Yeah. I, I think this really, fe- like you mentioned earlier, um, I've oh got Shadows of the Sith, and I think, like, I really love these times we've gotten these kind of, like, ancient Sith where they feel, like, more like a planetary warlord than, like, you know, galactic, you know, supervillain who travels the who travels the galaxy. Like, we've had that yeah. in Shadows of the Sith. We got some in, like, I feel like Dark Legends from George mm-hmm. Um There's one other. I think uh, Stories of Jedi and Sith, the Darth Maul issue, or Darth Maul short story. Uh, written for literal children that i read he also goes to like (laughs) a castle and there's like a spirit haunting or something like that so i I gotta reread that i haven't read it since i was i
2: read it on the plane home from celebration my my exclusive edition i think i had yours in my
0: backpack at the time uh Uh, but yeah i love the yeah these kind of like feudal lord feeling sith
1: yeah i mean it's it's very samurai esque. Mm um it's like you know i was happy just doing, being the king of my own little castle here. You know, I love, there's a fun little moment. just like, you know, hey, the last Jedi that came here, you know, uh, threw himself off the parapets when he finally got any bit of freedom there. Like, you know, you will die doing this sort of thing. There's some, like that Sith drops some great, like, lines, like about the dead Jedi that tried to redeem this before, you know, like, you know, what time is it? It is now and it will be now forever. You know, some great lines from that Sith Lord. Mm
0: hmm. He, like, literally, like, makes the Jedi he ran into a court jester. Yeah. uh, There's also, like, I feel like Visions and some of the, like, Ronin and stuff like that have, had like, also created stories where, like, it's pre, you know, pre-Order 66, but the Jedi are still kind of just a non-factor, where, Mm -hmm. like, the Sith really kind of control so much.
2: Yeah. It would would be great to get just any more story to, I mean Visions and, and Ronin are cool but they're their own thing like get some storytelling even if it's not officially Old Republic or whatever but where you see Jedi and Sith conflict that's not at a
0: galactic scale right just some some yeah some dudes dueling on a planet or something yeah. like that also
2: this dude's got a
1: an amazing lightsaber design I think yes. it's so cool yeah, it's uh let me
0: let me scroll back up to where I found it. It's there. like gold and three pronged mm-hmm. Thingiverse creators. I need you to come together <laughs> and make me an STL. I don't have a three D printer, but someday I probably will. Getting a 3D Ex- printer would be one of the most dangerous purchases I could make. Hey, at least they're not as expensive as they used to be. No, you can
2: get them a decent one for like 300 bucks. and You can
1: roll up to Micro Center when they have a sale going on. Like I have yeah. a really crappy one that was like 150 bucks I haven't used in years. So, but now I might have space. So maybe I'll start. 3D printing things again. All right, Caleb, I'm All gonna right. send you some files. Yeah, and order some your lightsaber Caleb. Yeah. Like it's it's like the the print area is like the size of my wallet. It's like really tiny. So it might take a, a lot of tries. tries. <laughs> yeah,
0: if we yeah if we do vertically vertical slices of the lightsaber hilt, we can just you know <laughs> you know together. There we go. Now so. a 3D printing podcast. Welcome I mean, A teeny
1: Podcast Network, <laughs> the most white guy show possible, the 3D printing <laughs> one. <laughs> and comics
0: yeah we're gonna start talking and about f- fantasy football next or i don't know, Like, I was,
1: I was about up. to say uh, f1 uh, uh formula one racing Digger, we used to talk about
2: fantasy football a fair amount every week in our that
1: is show. true yeah that's true i did win. i did get second I did place never, oh. yeah no I, I never found out who so you uh, won the uh the whole record
0: i think i've yeah. won two out of like the four years we've done the league now yeah. I remember the first year that we we're doing Cosmic Force,
1: like, is you, Emma, and uh, Tyler were all like, also, were, like, all really good on that league, too. Mm-hmm. So, so about the Cosmic Force. Maybe that's why they don't invite me to that league. See, also I like, I'm not a
0: huge football guy, but I, I, I like to say that Eric canceled the Living Force so he didn't have to give fantasy football updates on how he was losing anymore. But, you that, know, that is canon. Yeah. So, so, star wars, so star wars comics uh
1: yes yes uh, uh great design on the sith great design on his thing i love like it's the kind of dreamlike logic i like how they almost like plays into it a couple times and if you're while you're reading it it's like you know the uh you know luke busts out of uh out of a uh cell he can kind of, you know turns around and sees something that was right behind him now right in front of it the like the dreamlike logic that they play with like the location and the way that Luke is moving around from space to space is really well done throughout these two comics I feel like
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah overall so that's a great issue uh, I also I think like we didn't we talked about the healing of Vader but we also I don't think we talked too much about the healing of the Sith in th- yeah. itself where he's like Luke's literally like going through his life healing him through all of his moments and then at the very end we see him purify the crystal which you know Cool Ahsoka by E.K. Johnson reference, I suppose.
2: Yeah. yeah Which is that like the only place we've seen a crystal yield?
0: I I think it's the only like place we've ex- like seen it explicit.
2: Yeah. Um it's also like kinda wild that he just gave the crystal back to her. I mean, I don't I kind of thought that the whole original green crystal was gonna be a fake out and he was gonna turn this into his green one. Uh huh. Which I know wouldn't necessarily make sense because purified crystals have been shown to be white, but there's no real rules yet. Right. Uh, or ever. But yeah, I mean, now, so there's just another white
1: crystal floating around. Especially, out there. maybe I was like the original idea is like he'll redeem this and now he'll have a cool lightsaber, but they're like, oh, uh, said uh, Poindexter in charge of this. Well, the Anakin
0: changed the crystals to be blue in the Clone Wars. We can do whatever we want.
2: Yeah. I mean maybe it would have been cool if he rocked a white saber for a little
0: while after mm-hmm. the yellow one and then like lost that one and were like oh he's never going to get the green one. He actually never had a green crystal. He has the white crystal and has the Ram Jam Ram uh color changing wheel mm. on the end of his lightsaber.
1: <laughs> like that it is just a saved he, from Valer like yeah. or he has a, or he has a white saber and realized it would be too hard to see against the blue the blue sky yeah, so he it, it
0: to green. Yeah. Yep. Canonically. Uh yeah, I mean he's not I, I don't know, because I know uh, Molly in the High Republic has white sabers, but I don't think it explicitly said how she got her crystals, so. Uh, Ed, I don't think so. Does Orla
2: also have?
0: Orla has white. Yeah, Orla Turini, yeah. But anyways, Molly also has a blue lightsaber, depending on which book you read, so. Easy.
2: has <laughs> <laughs> also survived her death, depending
0: on which book you no, read. No, right? no, no, you're thinking oh, of the yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 okay great times we love the high republic we, we like love we, we love making deep, jokes about it but we do love it
2: yeah i like to bring up deep high republic facts just so jacob can correct me because i usually get
0: half of it wrong yeah you're most of the way there yeah um but yeah any other i guess thoughts on this issue uh it's really like star wars
1: the that's it Just comic's two issues is really really good. I know we can't tease that, you know, we did two issues earlier and we did mm-hmm. these two issues. Like maybe we'll do it like another two issues in half a year where they finally make his lightsaber to green That's saber exactly issue 50.
0: We're going to get it has yeah. to be issue 50. It'll be like it's just like a 40 page mega issue and that'll be it. Which... Of just about him making a you know the lights are
1: oh, honestly throughout this whole series like luke whenever luke does his own little thing in the series it's always the best like he did like that one vision quest in the mud planet 20? where you where you relift like uh Elzarman's oh, oh, yeah. man's you neo know, stories like his stories here like man maybe maybe luke just needs his own comic book you know <laughs> yeah
0: give him give him any series
1: um or, like a novel, we haven't had a
2: Luke novel. Well, I since guess since heir to
0: since the same. Jedi,
2: yeah. Since heir to the Jedi, when I mean, he learned how to make noodles and mm-hmm. uh, and now let's let's see him make a lightsaber. I yeah. think so. This was 43. We know yes. that we've got uh, a few issues of the trial of Lando,
0: yeah. I can pull out of the th- solicitations and stuff and we, see. I think we have through 47 solicited isn't always i believe so yeah um, 44 is trial of lando 45 is trial of lando 46 is rescue mon mothma oh right and so yeah i think 46 was the most recent one we got um got information it. on at uh, charles i think has like made some references to what he's been writing in his uh, newsletters and i think 50 he said was like some big thing but i yeah, do know I mean, if... 50 is natural so that so 46
2: that comes out in may which mm-hmm. also will be end of when, May, but yeah, In free comic, uh, book the day, free one. comic book day, Vader and Darth and Star Wars Luke. and Darth Vader or whatever it's called. It's on Hoth. Yeah, so I we don't know if that's going to tie in, but I would I would assume the Mon Mothma thing will be at least two issues, so that goes mm-hmm. to forty seven, maybe another two issue like Leia story, and then
0: fifty to close this out. I feel like maybe Zara needs to come back at some point. We it's been a long time since we've seen her. I thought she got at off screen? I don't remember Zara. that. Wait, uh, Zara, the uh, which one was Zara again? Uh, the like foil, the foil for Leia at the beginning of the series. Yeah, she got that was like she, yeah, she got Ed, yeah, she got Yeah, she got at by a bat creature. Oh. It was off screen though, but you know, Zara was le- okay. So the Wikipedia says she was left for dead in a cave. She's not. Oh, that's dead. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. We like she she's gonna come back. Like
0: this. her, and she was like, "No, nah, I'm not
2: gonna kill you." Yeah, by the way, she, Mace Windu's not coming back. True. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could sneak that in there? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I think what could be interesting, remember they did that, um, they did some weird trade paperback with the first run. It was, oh, oh the Journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was mm-hmm. just like those random. They could do uh, a collection of like these issues. Adventures of, of Luke Skywalker or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Like for, I his think his journal. That, I mean, I know that in, at the beginning of 42, he's like, So now that I'm done with all those droids, <laughs> but hey, you could read 34 and 35 and then jump straight to this and be fine, I think. Right. Um, yeah. And and it'll make a nice little arc. It's a great jumping on point. It is a great jumping <laughs> on point.
0: Michael Saglain told me so. Awesome. Um, uh, so yeah, good yeah. stuff. I feel like, okay, unless we, does it, Caleb, do you have any, final, or Oz, do you have any final thoughts on this mm-hmm. issue? I do want to spend a little bit of time on *Higher Public Adventures* number three, which also came out in this past week, because um, it was a banger. Um, we like there's so much that happens in this issue to the point where like I feel like it's, it can be hard to talk about a single issue of comic books at times because there are issues that not a lot just happens, but there's so much that happens. We have, you know, the full reunite uh, uh, reunification of like Lula and all of her friends. Lula has PTSD. We have shared art panels with uh both Nick Brokenshire and Harley that Go crazy. Um Yeah. It just I loved the way they did that how Nick Brokenshire did the flashbacks mm-hmm. and Harvey Tolaba did the now story. Um And like they they literally have art mixed and blended between the two artists on the same page, which is super yeah. cool. Um And we see her get reunited with her master Cantum, who they Definitely a tease they were fighting with on the cover and there's just a it's the classic comic fake out of like they're like Lula, you've yeah. been through a lot. Let's do a nice little chill Jedi duel for fun. And that was yeah. <laughs> that that was that. So, you know, nothing to worry about. Cantum is fine for now. Um Cantum
2: still I mean, go read Midnight Horizon. Mm-hmm. Just read it. Their story is the probably the best part of it. For uh, sure. I, I liked the whole book, but Cantum
0: Sai is a real one. Yeah, they're a and G. They are a, a, a G. They're currently trying to... sit The Jedi are trying to send a droid into the uh, the OZ, trying to find a way Oz. in. Um, yeah. Which, by this point, I think Avar has definitely made it back, but it's fine. They don't probably know that. Um, but then, uh, at the end of the issue, we get a lot of very cool information. We had... We, we, Oz mentioned it in the preview, or the earlier section where Niv Drindow shows up with Drigit Pars from Escape from Valo on a prison ship where they're actively like trying to raise baby Nameless uh which was kind of coming out of that book and then uh we get a r- nice reveal at the end that I this is not shocking to me I did not and I never assumed they were dead but Farzala is alive yeah,
2: exactly He's yeah which, which Prison Break episode. We talked a couple months ago about issue one, and there was that sort of like dead and missing wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Farzal is on there. I was like, I I don't there's think no, that's yeah, no. we haven't like, we don't know that. Why why would we think he's dead? So then I, yeah,
0: I mean th- the characters had no reason to know he did live, and after a year it's right. like okay, I, I suppose. Uh But as a reader, I'm like, there's no way he's dead. Um, yeah, yeah so he's too he's too cool. He's too important.
2: We're just, we're going to do a whole episode at the end of phase three, just listing the characters
0: that the characters. supposedly died and then came back. I, I made a, a post about it, like semi recently, and I had I, it already is out of date because it was pre Farzala. Mm-hmm. It's like, if, like, but the, okay, yeah, I found it. Um, It just like the like fallen star poster of like, who's going to survive? And it's like, uh, yeah, it's like skier dead. Nope. Buckets dead. Nope. Farzala dead. Nope. Lula dead. Nope uh Stalamaru actually is dead um for now uh who's the pronunciation emory dead nope uh orla dead nope uh stellan Wait. actually dead emory is alive orla. In- and orla actually dead yeah okay, yeah. Or- you, okay. emory is not actually dead. for a second yeah emory oh right which i didn't know he was supposed to be dead till the short story yeah but the defy the storm synopsis says he's alive yeah. um burry okay, not go. actually dead um Nib a kind of not dead, but then actually really dead, and then <laughs> dead uh, in the digital version, and then, um uh, Kieran, I think is his, his name, um, uh, Lila Torasi, her Padawan, actually dead. So oh, R.I.P. Yeah, he died in Volume Two. Uh, so, R.I.P. Uh, so you know we like of the poster, about half of the characters that we thought were dead are not actually dead, at least yet. Yeah. I think Skier could be doomed still probably yeah yeah stellan obviously dead as a doornail nib and orla very dead yeah uh, Maru is maybe slightly less but still very dead it that would be a bummer if, i mean i loved Estella Maru but
2: it, that's still the high point of high republic comics yeah. for me is his sacrifice
0: in 15 yeah you know, jedi absolutely. adventures famous
2: Estella Maru yeah that's right that was sick him coming on young jedi um, but back to the High Republic Adventures, as is tradition for my boy DJO, this is a gluppy issue of comics. Um, he's got all of his dudes coming back. We've got um, what's her face from Cyan Holt. Cyan
0: Holt, thank you, from Trail of Shadows. We have Crash Angua. We have um, Crash Angua's girlfriend. Who I was I'm literally about to say that you know he's Spino, Spino yes. Achapar. Um, at the at yeah. Um, yeah, I mean
2: it's just everyone is oh, showing up.
0: Also Addie Sun Z in it. In the Addie Sun
2: Z famously from She's Tales from VR Galaxy Game. Edge, which I don't believe any of us have played.
0: I've watched a playthrough of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I've watched
2: a little bit of that.
0: But uh she, Addie was also in Shadows of the or sorry, Shadows of Starlight. Yes. And I think um might oh god there's something else i think she's showing she might be showing up in sometime soon but i don't remember what it was
2: the so the only people left to show up in a djo book are the jedi brave trio and then i would be happy Yeah,
0: that and, well i was those, sort
1: of, didn't, those were from go ahead uh, didn't they make it uh well they they already made a cameo in uh Shadow in the the Star Star Line. Line, shadows yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. um the I was gonna say Nubs and, and Co from YJA, but they will be in the free comic book uh mm-hmm. day issue, so nice keep your eyes out for that. And oh. yeah, I mean, I am a major DJO stan when it comes to the High Republic. I think his sort of connected stories are kind of slept on because they're in the young reader sphere, mm-hmm. but of all the stories, they do the best job at telling like one continue i mean it's got some side stories and, and stuff poking in but these characters have really good arcs that have lasted since the first issue of high republic
0: adventures for sure i will say yeah. i want to one, one thing i want to highlight is i thought it was interesting that because so harley harvey, harvey told did a decent amount of art for the united States of the little republic legends comics and i just for some reason the styles between what he did for that comic and Higher Public adventures never really were like they didn't it wasn't like cohesive. They felt like two different art styles for mm. me. Um, however, mm. the first, this is the first time where I'm like, that is the same dude that that drew those old comics. And that is with the new, um, I think, Nautilin pirate, uh, Argamon, uh, who yeah. is taking a shipment of stuff to, who I think uses, I think he said on Twitter uses any pronouns, uh, I believe. Uh, uh-huh. But they were taking a shipment of um, mushroom based like face cream. To Drindau because we find out that that in the book that that is apparently what you need to like sustain, uh, nameless eggs. Never mind that that has not <laughs> been a thing right. before. But you know, um, also Niv apparently has gotten over losing his favorite nameless puppy because he already has a new one. Yeah, um, spoilers for Escape from Valo. We've already spo- spoiled Escape from Valo. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, also, I think also be...
2: this one is named something the third, if I recall. Oh, uh, if which... I picked up on that. So, so so yeah maybe he's gone through a few iterations since we saw him a, a last because
0: he in the, in the book is something like mine's lasting longer than anyone else's right yeah uh, you're right uh Diblindrix the third and um I know I don't remember exactly what the name of the one in the book was but it was not Diblindrix so he's no, gone through a I, few it was it was a shorter than that I looked it up after reading this issue um and of course couldn't
2: find it, or I could find it but I don't remember it
0: right but
2: uh that's cool i did not realize that tolebao had done star wars before this mm-hmm. um, yeah he
0: did not do all of kotor but he did a decent chunk of it i think his brother yeah, kevin yeah. also worked on some of it too uh, i think okay.
2: it, ma- it makes sense that your art style is going to change a little over what is mm-hmm. it 15 years
0: ago 15, and if you don't have like the same ago. color of or the same you know it's it's not gonna it's gonna be a little different but yeah that 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 one's like that looks like a character that would be in kotor comics and i think that's super cool it, them being ridiculously jacked, I think, does help sell. Definitely, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sell that, but awesome. Any other, well, yeah, I guess any other thoughts on Higher Public Interest 3? I think we've kind of mined that well pretty significantly. Yeah, I think we ended up talking about that way more than you intended, but it's a I, cool No, issue. I knew we were going to a, for a decent amount. one because we need to fill a little bit of time. Uh, but two, there's <laughs> just, again, so much that happened in that issue. So
2: Also, I mean, can we talk about how sick the cover is with...
0: uh with oh, lula's design in her life i got the variant cover that we mentioned oh, nice. with uh ethan on our interview the other week this is the um ella uh variant which is oh, a yeah. um the singing duo of um uh sfino and mm-hmm. um zine, like, you know, zine. Oh, thank you or miss z, z like, if we're taking her stage name oh yeah uh, true, true.
2: and she's Ms. got this z. like those jacked up her arms in that. In that. Yes. Like she got that phase three glow up that so many other characters did.
0: Uh, speaking but, though of, uh, you know, Star Wars, Twitter friends getting covers. Uh, we also, I also found out today that um, Isabel, who is doing a variant for, I think it was High Republic adventures. Number five that we've mm-hmm. like discussed before. She also got a, a variant for number seven that the art has not been revealed yet. Probably will be by the time you listen to this. Uh, but that fact came out today. So that's also exciting. Excellent. Yeah. Always cool Love to see seeing... the homies on Twitter get yeah, covers.
2: And it's really great when they get
0: official art and are credited. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> like that one. Yeah.
0: Time. That's the same artist that, uh, that did have the, um, the incident with, uh, uh, Oh, Red that, Red uh, Starlight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so then, um, they must've, they made it. So, you know, it's cool. They, they must've worked it out. That's good. Um, yeah cool any other final well i guess i should say for next week the one issue coming out next week is ron alliances number two is this the one that it's going to have the first grisk i don't know yet it's probably gonna be either this one or the third one maybe i don't think it'll take to the fourth we'll see um probably gonna get we'll, Padme though at the very least yes but we'll probably talk about that one uh next, next week. week yeah we'll, well so see so get your timothy's on fix Yeah. And and you know, check out whatever cool cover you want. I think there's some good options again with that one. But you know, it's been fun, guys. It's been real. Always. But it's time to take us to a close because that will do it for this week's episode of The Cosmic Force. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on your favorite podcast platform. We're gonna listen to us every Wednesday. Also feel free to drop a rating if you uh if you're really liking what we're doing. It helps others find the show. You can find us on Twitter and uh, tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show to stay up to date on all the Star Wars comics news. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Jacob Bausch, Caleb's at Caleb Laminak, and Oz is just chilling. For reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the wide galaxy of Star Wars content, be sure to visit utini.com. We encourage you to join our, uh, utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash Discord, and you can help support the show additionally by heading to patreon.com slash utini. Start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month. Special thank you, as always, to Brian Dooley, Carl Sander, Michael Fry, and Raymond Buzinski on our Jedi High Council, and James T., Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command uh, for all their amazing support. Thanks again to Caleb and Oz for hosting with me, and a special thanks to the listeners for joining all of us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week, and may the force be with you.